Hello and welcome to Link Ahead, the City of Dublin podcast. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about <laughs> with two guests who are tapped into everything happening in Dublin, especially now that the holidays are here. They sure are. We love having two guests. And today we have Sharon Adamek with the Historic Dublin Business Association and Lauren Kosis with Crawford Hoying. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Well, let's begin with what you do together. Together, you represent the Downtown Dublin Strategic Alliance, which also includes the city, Visit Dublin, Ohio, Dublin Chamber, and Dublin Arts Council. This group works together to promote historic Dublin and Bridge Park, the whole experience. So tell us about that work, starting with Sharon. So our alliance group meets monthly um, to share news from each other. Um, We talk about upcoming events and just all updates in general. Um, We work together to support all downtown Dublin through cross promotions, collaborations, strategic planning. We brainstorm about ways to create experiences that bring people into the area. And basically, our common goal is to help create a thriving, vibrant downtown that encourages people to visit and stay in Dublin. And Lauren, how about from the Bridge Park side? Yeah, as part of DDSA, we meet and discuss how we can work together as a collective unit to continue our combined passion for making downtown Dublin a great place to live, work, and play. We're constantly looking for new ways to collaborate with each other, and I always enjoy our joint events like the Ugly Sweater Crawl, the holiday lining in downtown Dublin, and a lot more. (laughs) Right. Is that Ugly Sweater Crawl already sold out? Because that that event's so popular every year. Everyone loves it. (laughs) What's not a ticketed event? Yeah, so, so anyone so can go. Just wear your sweatshirt. The only your sweater. thing that's sold out is if you can't get in the bar. I guess. Uh, good point. Sure. Good point. Sure. Good point. Uh, let's rewind the clock a bit, Lauren, and maybe you start us off here. What has it been like developing Bridge Park, watching it grow, and then plugging it into the total Dublin experience? Yeah, so I've been at Crawford Hoying for over three years now, but I've lived in the greater Columbus area for my whole life. I've been watching Bridge Park be built from the groundbreaking, but since joining Crawford Crawford Hoying's team, it's been very fun getting involved and learning about developing the community even further rather than just watching it happen from afar. As a, as a community continues to grow, our event layouts are able to get bigger and better. We strive for our events at Bridge Park to be a great experience to guests and be a part of why Dublin is such a great place. Sharon, with your work with the HDBA, talk about striking that balance with collaborating with Bridge Park as one downtown Dublin area, but maintaining the beloved historic Dublin's character and identity. Sure. Um, Collaborating on events with Bridge Park is something we really enjoy, and we're hoping to do more of that in the future. Um, In reality, though, sometimes um, the types of events and activities that work in Bridge Park just don't work in historic Dublin. Um, We're more constrained by streets and (laughs) lack of open space. Mm -hmm. Most of our events are purposely created to have that small town feel, and we capitalize on the quaint settings that we have. Um, One example that we do as an experience is we have a self-guided walking tour called the Time Trek. And you can literally take a 20-minute stroll through 200 years of businesses down there. So it's it's a really neat um, thing that we've got going. Um, Personally, I think people really appreciate the diversity on both sides of the bridge. And I mean, how cool is it to walk 10 minutes into a completely different downtown experience on each side? When we have people, guests on here that talk about their favorite landmark, they always say it's the link. (laughs) So talk about that development being a link to historic Dublin to Bridge Park and beyond. 
the bridge opened up very quietly <laughs> in 2020 because we were in the throes of right. the um, COVID pandemic. Um, it was exciting, and yet it was kind of sad at the same time since we weren't really able to celebrate. Um, I remember thinking the bridge could literally end up being a symbol of the community coming back together mm-hmm. and a bridge to the kind of the post-pandemic future of the downtown area. Um, the bridge has made a huge positive impact on foot traffic, awareness, and patronage on the historic side. Um, and if you're there at all, like everything from weddings to Instagram posts sure. happen, and it's definitely the centerpiece of our downtown. How many times have you personally crossed the <laughs> Dublin Link Bridge? Oh my gosh, yeah. hundreds. Wouldn't you like to know that? Hundreds, because yeah. I, like I love that bridge and I love walking from one side to the other. So it's like, I would love to have a counter just said how many times I've done it. Or better yet, how many pictures have I taken on that bridge? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) But it really does create that seamless transition. So it's completely, uh, you know, within the realm of possibility to go have dinner at the Pearl and then walk across and have a drink at Fado, uh, you know, on both sides. And it just feels like such a nice downtown. Is that how you feel too, Lauren? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it like physically connects historic Dublin to Bridge Park, and that gives uh, me and Sharon and our whole DDSA team the opportunity to like collaborate our initiatives, which I think is really awesome. Um, the Dublin Link also gives like Dublin residents and guests the opportunity to appreciate what both sides have to offer with like restaurants, activities, events, and all the stuff we got going on. Well, Sharon, obviously the historic district has been around longer than Bridge Park, and you were around when conversations about the bridge across the Scioto really started gaining steam. Did you believe that the link would become what it's become today? Actually, I did. <laughs> she was a believer, <laughs> an early believer. Yeah, I did. I was an early believer. Um, when I first saw the artist's renderings and the plans, I realized that was it was just it was going to be a game changer for everything downtown. I mean, I mean, new bridge park was coming too. It's just become the place to be. So um, I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there are a lot of events coming up in Bridge Park and in Historic Dublin for the holidays. Let's talk about them. Lauren, let's start with you. It seems like Bridge Park has always have events going on. What can people <laughs> expect this December? So we're bringing back our 12 Days of Bridge Park holiday campaign this season. But uh, we're starting it with a new kickoff event called December Eve, which will be on Thursday, November 30th from 5 to 8. Um, some of our other featured events include included in the 12 days are Santa in the Park, Ugly Sweater Crawl, Santa Brunch, and more. All the events and descriptions can be found on the Bridge Park website's holiday landing page, which is bridgepark.com backslash holidays. And be sure to stop in the Roosevelt Room as it'll be Bridge Park's first official pop-up holiday bar this season, which we're super excited about. Wow. It's going to be awesome. Uh, All right, Sharon, on the historic side. So we are going to um, start off December with a pop-up candy cane hunt. Um, We will announce the date and the time just prior to placing around 1,000 candy canes all up and down um, High Street in the historic district. We thought this would be a sweet way. To kick off holiday <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Oh. Bad pun. I didn't get it in there. Um, anyway, and then also we will have um, back this year again our extremely popular 12 Elves of Dublin. If you're not familiar with that, we hide little stuffed elves and 12 participating businesses. And um, then participants receive a little card with listing all the va- <coughs> excuse me the locations. 
once children um, find the out, they get a small toy or candy, get their card stamped, and then they can enter it for a chance to win a gift basket at the end of the season. It runs the 4th through the 23rd. We also have Grooving with the Grinch, which is a holiday music dance party in Bry <laughs> High Square. Wow. All right. Um, families can come and enjoy cookies and hot chocolate as well. Um, Reads Across America is set for December 16th. The Grand Leprechauns in Dublin had that up. Um, and the ceremony honors our fallen servicemen. Um, they place wreaths on each of those graves. We, we also have lunch with Santa at North High Brewing. And lastly, the kids can visit Santa right before Christmas on December 23rd at the Dublin Toy Emporium. All right, awesome. and I know all of these are on DublinOhioUSA.gov. Correct. Uh, so you can go there and just pretty much any day of December and see what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so beyond just talking about the holidays, Lauren, anytime the city puts out something about Bridge Park, new restaurants, retail, anything development related, we get a ton of reactions. People love it. Any scoop for us here today? Anything we should watch Exclusive for? Exclusive is what yeah. you're saying. Right? <laughs> sure. Um, well, Ken's Collective is a new boutique that actually just opened mm-hmm. on Bridge Park Avenue. Um, we're super excited to have them. Uh, Lindy Nagel, who's the owner, she has very stylish, affordable clothing in her new space. And fun fact, you may have seen her at, as a vendor at the Dublin Market. So yeah. she's been there every Saturday for the past couple seasons. So it's exciting that she's opening her own store. That is exciting. Oh, yeah, nice. to shop there. And Sharon, same question for you. The Historic District is getting new attractions all the time as well. What's new that people might not know about? Well, we have quite a few updates. So. <laughs> Try to not be too lengthy here. Um, um, we have a new luxury men's clothing shop at right. 63 um, South High. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Trevor Furbay. Um, he's originally out of Cincinnati. It's a really nice store. Um, Paris 75 Cafe and the Jacobs Stout Glass Gallery have combined their storefronts um, at 24 North High, and they're going to be doing glass blowing. We'll see a lot of exciting things coming from that collaboration. Um, the Terra Gallery building has been torn down, and that's going to become a multi-use building and living space. Coast Wine just purchased the building at 91 South High and plans are underway for a full-service restaurant. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. wow. That yes. is breaking news. That is breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, one of the most exciting things is the new Cohatch um, Riverview project right. that will begin next year. It's kind of a first-of-its-kind mixed-use village, indoor-outdoor space, business startups, and um, co-working space. So we're just very excited to see how that starts to develop. Yeah, that's just amazing. If you've seen the renderings, that's Mm going to be just transformational down by the river. So we're really looking forward to that. Dublin is consistently named a great place to do business from the perspective of the Dublin Strategic Alliance. And just from your perspective of years of being here, what is it about Dublin that makes it a great place to thrive. So I've witnessed over the years um, how Dublin's carefully worked to grow and prosper while still trying to protect the quality of life for its residents. Um, our schools, city services, and parks, are, just to mention a few, are top-notch. And part of the reason I think people flock to live here, um, people of gen- all generations, cultures, backgrounds, um, find this place a welcoming community, I think, and a, and a place to flourish and not to mention all the great amenities that we have. Right. I often say I just don't really ever have to leave the Dublin bubble. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> 
<laughs> okay, well, we end every episode with rapid fire questions. Always fun with two guests, right, Bruce? Absolutely. <laughs> so mm-hmm. let's start it off uh, with Sharon. What's your favorite Dublin landmark? Okay, you're going to think this is weird. Um, <laughs> I love it already. It's actually, it's the Dublin Cemetery. Um, it's, it's right in the heart of Dublin. Um, it's a resting place for so many of our city's ancestors, friends, and um, servicemen that died. Um, and it's just picturesque, and I think it adds to the character of our historic corridor. Lauren? Um, the Dublin Link, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you all sure. <laughs> kind of could have guessed I would have said that. <laughs> all, right. all right, Sharon, favorite lunch spot? Um, it is hands down DVT. <laughs> I like the wings and the Irish egg rolls. It's I like the bar food. So. Nice. All right, Lauren. A uh, rebel for me. I get it probably once a week. So oh, I, I agree healthy. with both of those <laughs> locations that because awesome. when I want to be healthy, I want to go there. I want to go to DVT. I want to have a beer. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about Lauren? Dinner spot? Uh, the Pearl. Mm-hmm. I love the food and the view is yeah it's incredible. For me, it's two cheese, just a longtime favorite, and it's a great place for a date night or a special occasion, too. We've had some sunny, nice days recently, even a little chilly. Where's your go-to outside spot for a walk, run, or bike ride, Lauren? Um, I would say Riverside Crossing Park, just mm-hmm. because um, we've been watching it be developed for so long, sure. like it was a dirt patch for <laughs> a while. So now that we have this beautiful park with the water feature and the bridge, so it's really fun being able to use that. All right, Sharon. Um, I would have to say Indian Run Falls. Yeah. Um, I'm down here a lot, so right. it's very nice and convenient for me to, you know, walk through there. And it's kind of a hidden gem. If you don't know, if you're not from here, right. um, you might not know how pretty it is and peaceful to just take a walk back there. And quiet. And quiet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sharon, if you had a magic wand, what business would you bring to Dublin that we don't have? Oh, I would like to bring back an Irish gift store. Oh yeah, um, be nice. that we could also have carry Dublin merchandise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sort of a gift store for people that are in and out of town um, as well. How about you, Lord? I was thinking an indoor amphitheater for concerts, theater performances, graduations. We have three high schools here, so um, I thought that would be helpful. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. What concert are you starting like, taking <laughs> yeah. it off with when it's built? Um, Drake. D- definitely Drake. Okay. Oh my right. gosh. Okay. Done it. and done. Okay. Uh, we get questions all the time from town cities about how we do things. Sharon, what is the weirdest question you've been asked in your role? <laughs> it's not really a weird question, but people are always like, well, why can't you just shut the streets down and have a, you know, and have a party? I mean, just close 161 and <laughs> Easy you know, I'm said. like, yeah, yeah easier said than done. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Lauren, same question. Um, so I lead the farmer's market that's over the, over the summer, the Dublin market. And, um, a, one of the guests asked me, can I bring my pet pig to the Dublin market? So and what, the answer yeah. was, <laughs> I, I actually never physically saw the pig, but I definitely said yes. <laughs> See, that's where you're like, isn't it an award winning pig? Then yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just keep it away from the, yeah. ba- the bacon vendor. <laughs> oh, oh, <no. laughs> okay. What's your favorite Dublin holiday tradition? Um, so at Bridge Park, we partner with Nationwide Children's Hospital uh, for their holiday campaign, which is Light Up the Lawn, Light Up a Life. And they have a whole lawn of butterflies in front of the hospital that light up whenever people donate. And at Bridge Park, we host a butterfly. So when ours uh, gets donated too, it lights up the lawn as well. So all the children in the hospital can see the lights in the oh, lawn. That's cool. So I love yeah, that. It's yeah. very cool. It's really cool. Sharon? 
Um, mine's a little simpler. I, I obviously it's near and dear to my heart, but the Twelve Elves of Dublin for me is such a, a ton of fun to put together and to oversee. And to see all the little kids and their families downtown just, you know, scurrying around in the stores and getting excited about things. Um, and it's a huge tradition for locals and visitors as well. People start getting asking me about it early on. So I can't wait to start it. <laughs> right. And the holidays have already started here. It was really great to see everyone light up their holiday lights at the same time. Mm-hmm. So uh, late November, Bridge Park, Historic Dublin, the city, everybody had their holiday direct decorations up at the same time. You drive up Riverside Drive ac- across the bridge, yeah. you see the snowflakes, you see the wreaths on the historic side, and it's just really beautiful. Lauren and Sharon, thank you for joining us here on Link Ahead. And we want to invite all of our listeners to our tree lighting. Thursday, November 30th, 5 to 7 p.m. at Kaufman Park. Come help us light the tree. And to our listeners, thank you as well for taking the time to connect with your city. Tune in next time as we continue to explore the many personalities and experiences that make Dublin a thriving place to live, work, and grow.